0: Everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bladed Apple is a Horror Podcast. Dropping your trick or treat bag
1: every
0: other week. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, listen, it's it's dropping your bag, fuckers. Okay, so (laughs) just take what you get. (laughs) So you just enjoy it. (laughs) Um, But yes, we're back. And uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And today's episode. We're going to 1990 to talk about Demon Wind. Demon Wind. Uh, cult classic? Something got like a cult following.
1: Pretty, it's a pretty big following. I, I, mean, I think it got more
0: of a following after 2017 whenever Vinegar Syndrome released yeah. a Blu-ray of it. I never saw it before, though, but yeah, you had. I, uh, oh, yeah. And you are a fan.
1: I love it. I think it's so fucking silly.
0: I, I like it also.
1: It's ridiculous. <laughs> it makes no sense. But. I
0: like it also. But before all that, I mean, uh, wait—we're gonna a video game today, right? Oh yeah. And we're video gonna mythology. have yeah. A mythology. Yeah. And, yeah, right here. Uh, and we've got you hear gr- that? Those are <laughs> hundreds of notes. I got a notebook where we're we're staying hydrated with a uh, liquid death sparkling water. Uh, we're, we're, don't sponsor us. We're not sponsored. <laughs> and wild turkey sponsor us. <laughs> the wildest of turkeys.
1: Gobble gobble motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Who are not sponsored by either. Yeah. Um but we we are drinking them. So that is true. Uh but for some housekeeping, I guess. Yep. What's been going on <laughs> the last two weeks?
1: <laughs> um not fucking much, man. Work.
0: Watching that uh Fangoria
1: Chainsaw Awards. Oh
0: yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about that. I don't even know who all won. Uh I watched a little bit of it. I was
1: surprised how many movies I had not seen.
0: Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, um Fangoria, they have uh horror magazine, probably the best horror magazine, and oldest horror magazine that's still currently no being published. No longer Books A Million. They never have Fangoria. I thought they did. No. Rue Morgue. That's Rue not Morgue. there anymore. Yeah, I know, because I kept on checking. And then when I was out of town, I was checking for fucking Rue Morgue at like barnes and noble and they didn't have any so i guess just i'm just gonna have to order my rue morgue from uh from them directly which i normally do anyways yeah i mean but uh but i was just saying if i could get it here yeah but uh i have i mean i have a subscription fangoria though i mean that shit gets delivered to me every other month yeah um but uh uh fangoria i mean they've had the chainsaw awards forever uh this year it was aired on shutter Hosted by David Desmalchian, yeah, who's awesome, uh, great, great character actor. Also, I think I've mentioned this before. Writes a really cool comic book. If you guys have never read it, it actually, it just came back this week. Uh, Count Crowley. Uh, he writes that. Yeah, this is comic I book have series. No idea. Uh, Count Crowley is back, uh, which is a comic book series about a horror movie host mm-hmm. who finds out uh, she she just got a rehab i think or she has drinking problems and stuff like that um and she fills in for the horror movie hosts at a local television station that her family owns mm-hmm. or was handed down to her and her brother and her brother just kind of runs everything because she's a complete fuck up so she fills in for this horror movie host and soon finds out that he may have actually been a real monster hunter and she gets dragged in that world and she has to fight actual monsters. And it's a really cool comic book series. The The first run of it was only four issues. You can find the cherry paper back for pretty cheap. But now it's back. David Dasmalchian is back writing it. So check that out. But also, you've seen this guy before. He's been an Ant-Man. Dune. The new Suicide Squad. He is not Dune. He's in the new Dune, isn't he? Yep. Um, I still haven't watched it, but I knew he was in. That's right. Um, the Dark Knight. He's, he's the uh, one guy that... Uh, He's one of the cops during the uh, shooting of uh, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, I didn't know when, that. Whenever the Joker like has you know, they're they at that one funeral and he's one of the cops with the rifles, and then Two Face is uh, interrogating him. And yeah, Batman's like, "Don't do it." It's like he's he's crazy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um. Uh, it's so he's cool. He hosted it. Um, which that's awesome. Uh, the the show was a little boring, but there was some yeah, guests was and all of that slow. stuff they record a slashback video, right? slashback yeah, video over slash in uh, California, which I love to go to sometime.
1: Me too. I think uh, it's just an exhibit though, right? Yeah.
0: I, and I think I think they may sell stuff there also. I
1: would really prefer if they were an actual video store. Yeah, well, Yeah.
0: Of course you would. <laughs> no. Um but the thing about the Fangoria uh uh chainsaw awards is that it is fan voted, uh, fan, fan voted for the winners. Um uh, I was
1: really upset how many times like I mean, it's cool that little girl won an award, but I just don't give a shit about
0: Quiet place.: Oh, I, I didn't even see that. I, I know the one that, that I was kind of annoyed by was that um, they said the best streaming premiere, uh best streaming premiere movie out of all the streaming movies that came out on like Shutter and Netflix and all that stuff, the best one was voted Fear Street. Mm. Part three, which is the worst one out of the three. I would not part, have said that. Part <laughs> three isn't even the best one of the three fair No, the films. second
1: one's the best.
0: Uh, and I commented on it, dot, 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 dot. No. <laughs> um, best documentary was Woodlands, uh, Woodlands oh, which a good we talked about before. Yeah. Uh, this one, I'm happy, won. Um, because I thought it was going to go to Elvira. I'm happy it didn't because we talked about it before. That was a huge letdown. But Achievement in Nonfiction was the last, last drive-in. Yeah. So good job, Joe Bob. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Nighthouse won for Best Screenplay. Uh, last night, Soho won a couple. They won for uh, yeah, they Best won Costume. And Edgar Wright won for uh, Director, which who is won, awesome. Uh, who won the music score? I forget who that was. Uh, let me see if I can... F- find it. Uh, I'm just going to go right... Uh, I'm going to go down the line, and we'll we'll get to it, I'm sure. Uh, Best wide release movie? You saw what it was? What? Malignant. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best kill was the bread slicer from Fear Street Part 1, which... I mean really agree with that. that Maybe the best part in the whole trilogy. Best director was Edgar Wright. Best lead performance was uh Abdul Mateen the second for Candyman, which yeah, he was great
1: in. He was amazing.
0: Uh, best Limited release movie was Psycho Gorman. Alright. I'll take it. I best like... series Midnight Mass. Over Creep Show? Yeah, absolutely. I love Creepshow. Yeah, Midnight Mass is way better than that. I mean, I like the new seasons of the Creep Show, but it's not Midnight Mass. Come on!
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not as serious. I'm uh like.
0: It doesn't matter it's serious. It's just not as good as Midnight Mass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Best international movie, and this is the one that I, like I said before, whenever we were talking about our top ten and best of last year. If I would have saw this, I'm pretty sure it had been on my top ten. I still didn't see it. Best international movie is Titan. Oh really? I yeah. still haven't seen it. Oh.
1: Sensor, I think, was the one that won the soundtrack. See, I want to
0: Censor, and I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. And I was uh, just listening to... Uh, it looks pretty freaky. Yeah, uh, Evolution of Horror. The director was a guest on it on this one episode I was watching when they were reviewing uh, Blue Velvet, David Lynch's Blue Velvet. Yeah. Um, best makeup was Christopher Nelson for Halloween Kills, which even though the movie's not good, Oh,
1: wait, no. John Carpenter won best score for Halloween
0: Kills okay <laughs> yeah i was like what <laughs> like, right best creature fx was for psycho Goreman. that's yeah, yeah uh, that's Steven fair Jastansky was the guy that did it that is more than fair uh best first feature was saint Maud. i still haven't seen it i still need to watch it oh man
1: me neither and i was sitting there thinking like how have i not watched this yet like yeah. everyone i know i've seen this and then i found out you don't
0: yeah <laughs> um, uh best score it was John Carpenter like you said? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's all I'm seeing. Uh, Speak of which, John Carpenter did the score for <laughs> Firestarter that came out last week. I hear the movie is god awful. It looks just, like, horrible. Just look at the trailer. The trailer looks bad. It like, looks
1: awful. I, I, I didn't even the like field. the original Firestarter. It's not that honest. great.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and the book. The book is so so also. Awesome. It's just a shittier version of Carrie. I mean, it's, it's kind of like just fueled by coke. It's kind of like. Uh,
1: Brightburn, but less interesting, which is saying something. <laughs> Brightburn has his
0: moments. Yeah, uh, um, it's some pretty cool gore effects. No,
1: I, I I thought it was, it's a great idea. Yeah, like fire starter. Meh. Yeah, right. And it's like, ah, oh, she like th- th- throws out fire with her brain. It's like, oh, yeah,
0: okay. But, but uh, Fangoria, they they did they did the thing. Yeah, um, the people shorted vote. And they sure did. I think they they. Got most of it right. Quiet Voice 2. Fuck me. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I, I, I'm not excited. I hate both it of them. I At all.
1: I hate them. I hate this movie. Uh,
0: I, I don't hate it. I think the first one is comedy good. It's just looking back at it, I'm just like, eh. I think the ending ruins the rest of the movie for me. For sure. I think the ending is just like, so damn. a bad ending. Terrible ending. Um, and, <laughs> and also, the writers of Quiet Place are the same writer director team. That did uh, a movie that we both like, Haunt.
1: Yeah, Haunt's great, and it has the same ending. Kind of, yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it's I a do. very
0: similar ending.
1: Yeah, but uh, for some reason, I like it better in Haunt, and I guess that's because it's another dude, I, and thing- you're like, no, he's just a person, and he's an asshole, and I'm glad uh, he's getting I, it. I,
0: I, I mean, like this, yeah. it's like,
1: it's kind of like if you were being okay. I guess put it like this, like you're. You're being attacked by raptors in Jurassic Park. I'm not going to be, like, really cheering on the person killing the raptors. Because the raptors are doing what they do. They're doing raptor stuff. They're doing raptor stuff. And that's kind of how I feel with these, like, monsters in Quiet Place. Like, they don't really know how to function other than what they do. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they're hunters. Yeah. And they're primal. Yeah. Haunt... There is a guy who has been literally fucking with people's lives intentionally. A whole group. A whole group. <laughs> and being a real piece of shit. Yeah. And then he gets his. And yeah. I think
0: that makes the ending better in Haunt. Um, I agree with that. But the ending of Haunt is just dumb It dislike. is dumb. It's just like, well, we're going to spoil the ending of Haunt. But, but what? Still a the, great movie. The, the, though. The setup, yeah. If you've never seen Haunt, Let's go watch, that watch it. Watch with some friends. It's a pretty fun little, like, Halloween time watch. Uh, produced by produced by Eli Roth. Some that's great kills. Yeah, some really good kills. Some, I mean, that, that's a pretty decent horror flick. But just the setup on the ending, we're just like, oh, it just feels like it's so tacked on. Yeah. But, but I think I prefer it over Quiet Place. But anyways, yeah. Uh, for most part, Fangoria did did good. Yeah. Uh, people voted for most things. I'm not too upset about. I mean of course Malignant was the best film of last year I will
1: say it is The Fangoria Chainsaw <laughs> Awards is kind of a slow burn watch Yeah for sure What well, most, most award shows are Most award, shows, most award are. shows are You can only do so much You can only make so many G.I. Jane jokes No less <laughs> <laughs> Before somebody comes up and smacks it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: uh, what else we got uh, Well something did come out this past week Was it last week or this week I know Men comes out today. Well, okay, so I haven't seen Men yet. I haven't either, and I, I still haven't seen Northmen for fuck's sake. I like North. Oh, I was talking about Northmen previously. You did. Uh, I want to see Men. Still so haven't. Uh, you know, it just came out today or yeah. last night. I, I, I'll either see it tomorrow or sometime next week. Um, and I haven't seen The Sadness yet, which came on Shudder, and I'm hearing great things about it. I wanted to watch oh. it before we recorded. I still there? have it. I have to watch that one. Because Strange I remember around. reading A Rue Org and a couple other magazines about well, this movie coming out, and people were just saying, it's so over-the-top violent and crazy and fun, and I want to watch it. They're saying that. it's like the best zombie film in years. Probably the so. uh, Train to Busan, which is it's, a masterpiece. Oh. A that perfect, movie... That's a perfect film. That really hurts your fucking soul, that movie. Train to Busan is a 10 out of 10 flick.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, but the animated one was okay.
0: The animated one?
1: They made an animated oh, did sequel. They?
0: I know they... Well, it was... What was the sequel they put out last year? Or is that the Peninsula. One? Or maybe it was a prequel. No, they put out they put out Peninsula. And it that was a prequel was really or bad. it was
1: a sequel. I uh-huh. forget what it was. There was a sequel
0: called Trading Basson Peninsula, and it wasn't good. It was seen director, but felt like it was all force. It just isn't nearly as good. They probably
1: just wouldn't stop it bothering him, and he's like, fucking fine, here yeah. you go. It, it sucks, have... now I can
0: stop. They <laughs> should have just left it all alone. Yeah. Um. So I haven't seen those, want to. Uh, but what did come out that we saw kids in the hall <laughs> holy fucking shit it is so goddamn funny
1: i was fucking dying watching that show what? so for did you watch
0: more no not since yesterday <sighs> uh for anybody that doesn't know kids in the hall uh old
1: canadian com- comedic troupe yeah
0: comedic troupe they had a uh not variety show what am i thinking of a um sketch show sketch show sketch comedy show and um they started in the 80s. They had a show from the 80s to the early 90s. 95. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they kind of just went on and did their own things. And now they're back now. They're all older. And they make <laughs> a lot of jokes about it. <laughs> just, just seeing how men in their 60s can still be so in touch with what's, with comedic what's now. funny and what works with a, even a young crowd like us. Oh yeah. It's great because I think that the comedy time I mean I and, grew up watching. Oh yeah, same here. So. Same here. I mean my me and my dad would watch Kids the Hall all the time. Uh, especially when we come like the reruns of the show on Comedy Central and everything. Yeah.
1: So. It was a it was a scary watch for me because I was going into it and I'm like, please don't ruin my memories of you. And yeah. all they did is improved on yeah. my memories of them, which is amazing to me because almost every time I see something comedic Come back, like think the Dumb and Dumber sequel, or think mm-hmm. of anything like that. You're like, oh god, they're gonna fucking ruin this childhood moment for me. Yep. And Kids in the Hall came back, and I'm like, this might be some of my favorite Kids in the Hall shits. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs>
0: things can come back and, and be good. <laughs> Usually they aren't, but sometimes Usually they can not. Be. But sometimes Kids in the you, Hall you figured like it Kids out. Kids in the Hall, Twin Peaks, you know, shit like that can come back and be good. Sometimes it. I didn't watch the new Twin Peaks. It's fucking weird, but I love it yeah but, it, but it's so fucking weird yeah um but uh, i never finished the original so. i mean i'm a fan of the original one i mean you know it's, uh, i like it i just I never the first season i think it. the first season is way better than the second season i think the third season is better than the second i season.
1: started at the same time as x-files so i finished x-files and i still haven't finished twin yeah. peaks go back and
0: watch it <laughs> yeah i probably go will. go watch some david lynch <laughs> um uh, but yeah, Kids in the Hall is is uh, they they go and they revisit different things and different characters and there's nods to where they left off and uh, they're they're just a sharp man. I think I think for guys their sixties to be making comedy like this, that I think is on par with like I think you should leave. Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's it is
1: on par for sure. Yeah, like, that, that that's really impressive. It's extremely impressive, but at the same time, I feel like everyone always kind of pulled from them. Mm-hmm. Because they were always that kind of like before, even Tim and Eric, I would say, Kids in the Hall was you know, they were pushing the bounds of like this skit really doesn't have a point, and they're like, it doesn't matter. No, it's just totally it doesn't matter if it has a point, it's just nonsense. Yeah, it was anti comedy,
0: yeah, you know? yeah, for sure.
1: So, I think that was you know, yeah, I mean, it's definitely you know,
0: it was, it was definitely the antithesis of Saturday Night Live.
1: Yeah, because I feel like we're that, that and live Mr. is trying Show, to have a point. It's yeah. like
0: Kids in the Hall didn't ha- need to have a point. It just no. had to be so ridiculous that the joke could just keep on going and been like, okay, right?
1: Tim. And it was like Kids in the Hall and Mr. Show were really the the
0: forefront yeah. of those. You can see because of Kids in the Hall is why you have, like you said, Tim and Eric. Why you have Birthday Boys. Why you have Annie Donna. Why you have you know all these different things that stemmed from that. Yeah. Uh, probably a lot of of. I think you should leave. I mean, that's oh, a common sure. definitely spawned from kids' hall, but uh, it's on Amazon, and it's what nine episodes. I think it's eight, eight. Uh, so I finished them in a day. Watch it because it's really really funny. It is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, felt like there was something else I wanted
0: to talk about. What you think of it? Yeah, go. I got some news. Uh, so a couple weeks we're a couple weeks away from a brand. New, David Cronenberg film. Oh yeah, *From the Future* comes out I think June third, which I I'm so excited for. Um, but David Cronenberg has been on the path, which I guess doing this movie and everything has sparked him because you know he's been in semi-retirement for about eight years now. So he's coming out. It sounds like it um, because he said I know back before when we did *Map of the Stars*. After he did that, he's just like... I'm going to go back to
1: acting. He was,
0: <laughs> he's like, it's just too hard to, to get movie funded that I want to do. The studios are giving me too much pushback. I'm just having trouble like getting funded, which makes sense. And well, then as yeah. the years went along, things like A24 and Neon, who Neon, I think, is the one that's putting out Crimes of the Future... Have come out, which are giving independent voices or independent filmmakers uh, more leeway and more of a budget and stuff like that, unlike the major studios like WB or Fox or whatever the fuck. Oh, fuck,
1: fuck. yeah. Um, like, so. It's almost like whenever you see the A24 logo, you're like, well, I might as well. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> I might as well go see it.
0: So I guess uh, doing Crumbs of the Future and having creative control, which is like, yeah, this movie is super upsetting. I wouldn't be surprised if people walk out within the first 30 minutes. Hell
1: yeah. That's what Dave saying. I'm all about that. And
0: Viggo Morrison is hyping it up as well because um, they have a great working relationship uh, and he's the star of this. But he's saying that he has two more projects that he's working on right now. One really? One he's working on right now is a new original movie called The Shrouds and starring Vincent Cassell, who he's worked with before in Eastern Promises. Um, He's living on broken promises? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Vincent Cassell, um he's one of those actors. If you saw him, you know him. He was in uh, Irreversible. Um, he was in one of those oceans films. He's he's uh, if you, if you see him, you'll know who I'm talking about. Glasses? No, he's he's got. He almost looks like a uh, fuck. Hold on, Fat. that guy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He looks almost like a fox. He almost looks like a fox to me. I don't know. Um, but uh, so the film centers on. Karsh, Vincent Cassell, an innovative businessman and grieving widower who builds a device to connect with the dead inside a burial shroud. Hmm... Uh, Karsh's revolutionary business is on the verge of breaking into the international mainstream when several graves within his cemetery are vandalized and nearly destroyed, including that of his wife. While he struggles to uncover a clear motive for the attack, the mystery of who wrought this havoc and why would drive Karsh to reevaluate his business, marriage, and fidelity to his late wife's memory, as well as push him to new beginnings. Uh, so that's the next thing he has working. The film uh, starts beginning in March. 2023 so he's going like right into shooting another film uh so that's exciting that seems like a very uh david cronenberg
1: yeah i'm type all about of film, that where it kind seems of like yeah uh
0: but he also said that he he wrote a novel david cronenberg came with a novel a uh, handful of years back called consumed which apparently was working on at netflix um he wanted to get on the netflix train of being like oh well like maybe like doing small series is the way to go. Yeah, limited series is the way to go. I think in a lot of ways. So he went there and he's like, "I try." This is his quote: "I tried. It. We got two episodes, and then Netflix decided not to do it. And I was disappointed because I was interested in streaming in uh, streaming in cinematic terms. I thought that would be a very interesting experience for me as a writer, as a creator, and then also as a director. And maybe I'll have that experience one day." Uh, so the project that I was talking to Netflix about, it will be a feature film instead. So he's making. Uh, consumed into a feature film. Um, I don't have a screenplay yet for that, but I will be writing that. Uh, he also said, but I think uh, he did call Netflix very conservative. <laughs> he said, I think that they're still very conservative. I mean, I think they're still like a Hollywood studio. I thought maybe they would be different. So we thought they would give it more creative free- no. creative freedom. And he brought it to Netflix, and they're like, oh, this is too... Uh, off the wall or weird, like. Eh, Does
1: twenty Why don't eight twenty four have a streaming service? Uh,
0: I they've been doing something with streaming. They've, they they have their own like they have their own streaming service where they putting new movies on, for, like viewing parties and stuff. I thought I saw that advertised. Oh, I don't know see. the details of it though. Um, consumed though was published in two thousand fifteen. It's a novel. Uh, stylish and camera obsessed, Naomi and Nathan thrive on the yellow journalism of the social media age Naomi finds herself drawn to the headlines surrounding a famous couple Celestine and Aristide Marxist philosophers and sexual libertines this sounds very difficult (laughs) Cronenberg Celestine has been found dead and Aristide has disappeared police suspect him of killing her and consuming parts of her body yet Naomi sets off to find him and as she delves deeper into the couple's life she discovers the news story may only skim the surface of the disturbing acts they perform together uh, journalist Nathan, meanwhile, is a Budapest f- photographing the controversial work of an unlicensed surgeon named Zoltan Molnar, once sought by Interpol for organ trafficking. After sleeping with one of Molnar's patients, Nathan contracts a rare STD called Royf's and travels to Toronto, determined to meet the man who discovered the syndrome. Dr. Barry Royf, Nathan Lawrence, now studies his own adult daughter, whose bizarre behavior masks a devastating secret. So, that whole concept was too weird for Netflix. <laughs> So it's like, oh, David Cronenberg wants to work on something with us. Oh, shocker. It has a lot of, like, sex in it, and it's, like, body horror, and it seems like a really fucked up story. We are not interested anymore. We're going to have you do two (laughs) episodes, and now we don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) So anyways, let's up the price of our service. And even though we're charging you 16 bucks, here's fucking commercials also. Take that, you cocksuckers. (laughs)
1: Oh, the, the the other thing I wanted to bring up before we go to the main topic. Evil Dead the game mm-hmm. was released
0: this week. It did. Uh already, already sold five hundred thousand copies. Yep. Or it sold five hundred thousand copies within two days, I think. Yeah. At the time. It
1: has been going off the shelves and people are loving it.
0: Yeah. It's only forty bucks. Yeah,
1: I really wanna get it and review it for the channel, but yeah. I'm broke. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll buy it. We can play it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have that next episode, maybe. But, uh, yeah, so, are you excited about this Cronenberg Films? Oh, hell (laughs) yeah. Projects. And Evil Dead, I'm excited about, but that's out now. We'll definitely check it out. Uh, Anything else? No. All right,
1: we're ready.
0: Well, I guess we will get into our main topic.
1: Trailer time. 60 years ago. An entire family vanished without a trace. Now one young man must
0: face the demon wind. How do we get to the Carter place from here? You can't? I think something bizarre has been going out at that farm for a long time. I'm gonna find out what. It's a gateway
1: to hell, and there's no turning back. New protesta, Santana Vived? It said now Satan shall
0: walk. Please, boy. Don't go up there. I have to. You
1: can't leave
0: mind. It's an altar to the devil. No, it, it really is
1: beautiful. something here, something evil. No! No! No, please help me! What? Oh, God, help
0: me! No! I will be done. So, Demon let's talk Wind of the nonsense. As Demon Wind. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the
1: movie of many faces.
0: I don't even know how to start this. Um, Demon Wind was made in 1990. It was written and directed by a guy called Charles Philip Moore, uh, mm-hmm. who only made four films and then just disappeared. One of them was Demon Wind. One of them was Demon Wind. That was, I think it was the first one. He was an assistant director in another horror movie. He's brought on. It was uh directed by kind of like a team of directors and he came on as kind of like a second unit and then they liked what he did you you killed Scully but well, he's already dead I broke his leg. He broke his fucking leg. Well, he is a skeleton. He, it goes back on. Yeah, I guess we could glue it. <laughs> um, Sorry. but but <laughs> I, felt, I felt bad. But they decided to uh, give him a chance to shooting his own script after he gave him. I think he came on to like, do some rewrites on this one horror movie. And then they were like, oh, well, you want to work on your own project? He said, yeah. He did. He turned in Demon Wind and he went and directed it. It was his first film. They did three other films after this. Uh, probably the most notable one is Black Belt which stars Don the Dragon Wilson, who is uh, one of the greatest kickboxers of all time and actor. Um, more recently, for people like us will know him as providing the voiceover for the main character in New York Ninja. Yep. Uh, but Vinegar Syndrome actually put out quite a few actual Don the Dragon Wilson films. Um, so you can check out some of his movies on there but he did a shitload of martial arts films and he's a very talented martial artist um, but uh, uh, Charles Philip Moore shot a film called Black Belt starring him uh, he did three other you know he did these four films they just kind of vanished into thin air it says people from this era and a lot of these movies like this yeah. normally do
1: <laughs> it's funny because you know the first time I, uh, Demon Wind was one of those horror movies I saw really early on really Oh, yeah. No, we got it at
0: the video store. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, so you know this about this for a long time. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, demon wow. Wind has been – it, and it's just because I saw the box art cover mm. with that little green demon. I'm like, that looks so cool. And I remember seeing it as a kid, and I'm like, wow, I wasn't scared. <laughs> I'm so brave. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't, like, a kid. I was probably, like, 13. But... <laughs> You're like, I was
0: probably, like, 22. <laughs> <laughs> it was your last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of background to give on this. I'll have – I got a couple, like, behind-the-scenes things. Like Only, like, two of them. But well, this movie, I mean, like a lot of films from this time, there's not a lot of, like, background. No. Give um, it, uh... it a shoestring budget with a lot of unknown actors – even for the time. <laughs> they have
1: one that they based a computer company off of. Dell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is a character named Dell in it. Uh, is he the best character in the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who is the best character oh, in the movie? Oh, the, the magician. Which one gets to. Uh, I will say this. Joe Bob Briggs, uh, on the last drive and he did say... I
1: never saw his episode of this. Yeah, so. uh,
0: you. They took Demon Wind off a of shutter... But you can still go to the uh, Just Joe Bob. They have, because you know, as a streaming service, for those who don't know, uh, Shudder only has, like any streaming service, the movie for a certain amount of time. So when Joe Bob does an episode where he has all of his intercuts talking about a specific film, sometimes that movie gets moved off. And instead of ha- having to lose all that Joe Bob footage also, they have a section called Just Joe Bob, and it has all the intercuts. So they still have the intercuts for Demon Wind, even though Demon Wind is not on Shudder anymore. So you can just watch it. It's just the 40 minutes of Joe Bob talking about the movie. Or you can watch it for free on TV. Yeah, well, you can't you can't watch the movie for free on Tubi. Yes, that's that's what we did. Um, and like I mentioned earlier in the episode, Vinegar Syndrome did put out a Blu-ray of it if you want in good quality, have part of your collection. Which I, personally, I think it's worth having your collection because as far as like it's a fun movie. As far as good bad movies go, this is this is a very entertaining film. And the,
1: the best part is is that uh, unlike a lot of those films where you have to wait a long time for yes. something
0: to like. Happen. Not this
1: one. No. Like, every other scene, it's just ridiculous. This
0: movie's also complete nonsense. Oh, yeah. This, this movie's just gobbledygook. <laughs> um, story-wise everything. But Joe Bob said on the last drive-in, he called it the only haunted house time travel, vomit-spewing, demon-zombie apocalypse, multi-generational, Satan-worshiping martial arts film. Yeah. Uh, which isn't far off. I guess That's pretty close There's a lot of action in it
1: There is a fuck ton of action in it um,
0: So should we just dive into it? Let's do our best
1: <laughs> <laughs> So we start I'll, I'll start And you, we'll go sentence
0: by sentence Okay <laughs> The movie starts in 1931 Did you know that? I did not know that. I didn't until I did research of it. I thought it was like a week before we follow our main characters. I thought that was why our main characters are going to do Okay, what they so do. it was like
1: 40 years. Uh 50 years.
0: Uh this came in 1990s. So, but but Sean ni- the late 1980s. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, okay. So, <laughs> the beginning is
1: a woman uh standing in a house with all these voices screaming behind a door and they sound demonic she has symbols all over the floor and uh, obviously trying to put crosses on the door to keep the the demon wind we assume from coming in and they keep screeching about how they'll get out and she keeps holding the door down and then her husband arrives (laughs) and she's like oh my god I'm so scared but guess what He's possessed by demons. <laughs> he slowly starts to change into a demon
0: while he's vomiting rice pudding. Yes, he sure is. And uh, and she's like, which this is never explained, by the way. No, the but, snow globe. But she's like, the snow globe. Remember, as long as we have this, it protects us.
1: If we lose the snow globe,
0: everything ends. It is. It is one rosebud away. One yeah having a purpose, but it has no purpose. Nope,
1: they never (laughs) mentioned it again.
0: Yes. And it is also a bomb. (laughs) Apparently. It is also a bomb. Because he slices her neck open? Or does he bite her? He bites her He bites her. Yes. And then when he bites her she drops the
1: snow globe, and there is stock footage of a huge explosion, <laughs> multiple angles, multiple angles of stock footage of an explosion that they
0: use later on. Again,
1: again. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, uh, fast forward to nineteen 19- day. N- well, for, the, for that time, yeah, for, for, for that time day, day nineteen ninety. 1990. 1990. Yeah. Uh, and there is a very strange man with his eyebrow always higher than the other. Driving his down. His there. name's
0: Corey. That's the only
1: character other than Dell I remember the name of. There's Dell. There's not Betty. Fuck, what was her name? They kept saying it. And I can't remember.
0: See, it doesn't matter because they all die. Everybody. Well, everybody dies except for a couple people, but which is normal <laughs> for this type of film. But also, uh, everybody looks the same. (laughs) Everybody's kind of similar, Uh, especially the female characters. All blend together.
1: Yeah, so they do.
0: Um, But, anyways, continue. Yeah,
1: so they're driving in his Jeep. (laughs) Just Corey. Corey and. His girlfriend? Girl. (laughs) Corey
0: and girl. Corey and
1: Corey's girlfriend. Girl one. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and uh, oh, they're while driving they're driving...
0: Alone. huh? They're just driving alone, right? Yeah, yeah, they're
1: just driving alone, and there is a small girl on a hill <laughs> pointing a stick at them. We don't know why. Just following them. Just following with them stick. with the stick. Yes. And it's supposed to mean something, but it really doesn't. No. Um, and... They go back into the car, and it is Corey sitting there trying to explain to his girlfriend why they are going to visit his parents, I guess. Well, he says parents, but then when he gets there, he says grandparents. So he's like, I went and visited my dad, and he's a drunk, and now I'm going to my grandparents' house to find out why they all died. So what I've learned about And this, my dad survived.
0: What, what I've learned about this film after much, much research... I mean, going online, watching Joe Bob, going to the library, going over extensive news clippings... Uh, going to the filming locations and asking around. I've got an astounding... We don't know what the fuck it's about. <laughs> but <laughs> what I've actually learned about it is that he's going there... To research what happened to his grandparents back in the 30s. It's not... We thought it had to do with his dad. But well, he keeps talking
1: about his dad. Yeah.
0: So, what happened was... It, he's wondering what happened to his grandparents. So, he went to his dad. Yeah, something happened to them. At the same time his dad was born. And then years later, his dad... Was a drunkard. Killed himself. Which launches him to go find out what happened to his grandparents. Yes. Who died... Years and years before, and he, he never was met around. them. Nope. And he's going to their home that's way out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, in the middle of a
1: fucking mountain. But thankfully, there's a fucking cafe, like not but, far away, but it's, in the middle of a
0: mountain. But it's okay, even though it's just him and his girlfriend that we see at first. Like, okay, they're gonna go and find out what's going on. It's all right because. Eight of his friends show up also to help him go. Yeah, his... that
1: they don't talk about until the very last minute. And then it's like, oh, here they are. It's like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> There's more people coming? The best thing about it is that we're first introduced to four other people. We're introduced to two other couples that That's are friends That's why I of keep theirs. her around. Yes. That's but why. as the movie goes along, we're introduced to four other people.
1: <laughs> yep. At random times. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they die quick. Everybody
0: does. But anyway, so they get to the cafe. Uh, and we're like, oh, well, there's this cafe that's just in the middle of a valley.
1: Yep, just no nothing around, no actual road. It is, but there's also
0: gas. It is one pump, two pumps, two pumps. It is a, just like us. <laughs> does give me too much credit, ladies. <laughs> It is a small shack of a cafe and there is the cliche gas attendant slash owner who is an older crazy man. That's like, where are you going? It's like, oh, we're looking for the Carter house. And he's like, don't go up there. Don't
1: go to the Carter house.
0: You know, that that whole thing. It's for
1: the dead.
0: Yes, yes. And so, of course, Corey is like, yeah, but I really need to go. Also, Corey, (laughs) the thing about this movie is, first of all, Corey doesn't have much of a personality. But what this movie has in spades even though most are cast, none of them really have a lot of personality, nope. and none of them really wanted to have big careers, except for a couple of people actually, which I may get to later on. You may, you better. Uh, what, what one specifically I know of um, is that everybody has great reaction shots. Oh yeah, <laughs> this movie, this movie, ah! <laughs> this movie is the equivalent to Schitt's Creek as far as reaction shot comedy goes. <laughs> <laughs> like the reactions to everything <laughs> I don't know if it was on purpose there's no way it was on purpose but reactionarily everything in this is amazing every scream, every look yep. everything is awesome and our main character like you mentioned one eyebrow is over the other eyebrow the whole time
1: yep <laughs> he's smelling
0: jabronis everywhere smell. he goes a <laughs> <Jabronis. laughs> <laughs> Um. so yes They're like, hey, we need directions. By the way, they're on a road that only goes one way. There are no other roads connected into this road that went from the hills into this valley. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. And it's like, hey, I think we're lost. We need directions. And so the the gas station attendant or uh, owner is like, well, you can't go to this house. I'm not telling you what it is or whatever. He's like, no, please. And he's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's just him. It's just him. And uh, he has, I, I assume his wife. Or No, 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 no. Later on, she says. Uh, she niece? took him in. Yeah, niece. Niece, yes. Uh, My uncle. His, Yeah, his niece works at the restaurant also. That's the only two people in this small cafe, which actually looks way bigger on the inside than it does on the outside.
1: And it's empty and they have a very strange menu of items <laughs> yes i can't remember exactly straight
0: to the point it's like hamburger uh texas link sandwich
1: yeah but they don't spell out sandwich on everything so no. it's like ham sand ham it's, sand It's, it's like
0: mm. <laughs> grilled che- grilled cheese or maybe just grilled chip who knows
1: ham has sand all but, over it
0: but how much are the hamburgers <laughs> Oh, 75 cents. I remember that. I was like, good lord. (laughs) It explains why Wimpy loved hamburgers back in Popeye. (laughs) They're so fucking cheap. (laughs) I could pay everyone on Tuesday (laughs) for a hamburger today. But that fucker didn't. He just asked for more. Yeah. (laughs) Until he died of a heart attack from eating so many hamburgers and had to pay that sailor man at all. (laughs) Um, So uh, when they get there, who comes up behind them? They're four friends. They meet him at the at the uh, uh, cafe. Um, There's the overly
1: sexual couple. Yeah. Uh, who and the the, jock. Ma-
0: the guy in the relationship is Dell, The jock? Yeah.
1: Have to have a jock.
0: Got to have a jock. That's the closest to the jock, jock archetype we're going to get. Yep. And his girlfriend. Um, and then you have our nerd character, who I can't remember his name. So I'll just call him (laughs)
1: Nerdo. Call him Nerdo. I I think it was Jack. Uh,
0: Jack, uh, with a rat tail.
1: Yes, Jack with a rat tail.
0: Glasses and a rat tail. Old
1: Rat Jack. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Rat Jack, and uh, and uh, his girlfriend, and they're all you know just hanging out at the bar, waiting for. I don't know. Are they just having a coke? Are they just having a nice one of them beverage, has to, uh, wait for corrections.
1: Uh, uh Dell uh I specifically remember got a Milwaukee's uh best.
0: Oh he got no no he had Milwaukee's best later whenever because they brought their own beer.
1: No 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 no. Did he they? had it in the restaurant. Did he? And he said anybody else getting a beer? Oh and I everyone's it was, like okay, it wasn't uh, at the restaurant.
0: No. Okay. It's like oh <laughs> Um yes, uh Dell is uh, a complete misogynist character
1: I don't really think so like he doesn't really do
0: anything misogynistic he's really. just kind of a douche he's just kind of a douche no I don't know he's a, he's a toxic masculine character which, in my mind, always that's goes to so It's going to lead to Oh, the misogyny, no, you're right. No, yeah. he's totally misogynistic
1: yeah. now that I'm thinking to- about toxic it. Toxic
0: masculine characters usually have that archetype.
1: Yeah, like, literally, she says anything and starts making out with him. And he goes, that's what I keep it around. Oh. Yeah, and it's the worst
0: make-out make out session ever. Yeah, it's it like, is really awkward like looking. He's a terrible kisser. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, they're like, yeah, we need to get to the Carter house the gas uh, the owner of the cafe is like no I'm not going to show you it's nothing but death at that place it's owned by the dead it's owned by the dead it's cursed and then Corey's kind of persists like no seriously I need to go there my grandparents owned it and he's like well, all right. Oh, he pulls a gun on him. Yeah, he does. He pulls a gun he on him. He pulls a gun on him. A he very pull, antique revolver. He pulls a Civil War revolver on him, which will probably just blow up in his hand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ah. his
0: fingers right off. <laughs> if he pulled that off, I'd be like, oh, man, like I'm just going to leave before he hurts himself. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. It's all right, man. <laughs> well, we'll just go. No, I'll do it. <laughs> um... So uh, uh, he pulls a gun on him. Everybody leaves except for Corey. Corey's like, no, seriously. I need to find this place. He's like, all right, well, let me tell you the whole – let me have expository dialogue. You just follow
1: that trail all the way to the end. Let me
0: explain what happened to your grandparents real quick and have this dialogue, and it's going to be fine. And you just go, uh – the house is actually If you just continue down this One fucking road The only road In the whole fucking valley And you like, just pass this cafe Just kept on going It's literally like Right there Yep Took him like it's 10 minutes It's at the minutes. end of the road
1: You see that Little pile of rocks over there That's
0: it <laughs> And he's like Okay then, The one with the skeleton On a cross Yes He goes to leave And the cafe town's like Hey Don't go out there <laughs> Immediately It's like "Don't, Don't go though And he's like Fuck that. This is a very important. I need to find out how my grandparents. Who I've 50 never years met. years ago. <laughs> like 20 years before I was even born. Uh, I need to know what happened to them. So they all get in the cars and they go down there. Uh, down to the home. Want to take over? Take over uh, what happens next?
1: Okay. So they get to the home. Sorry, I have sweaty knees right now. Um, sweaty knee syndrome. Yeah. Um... So they get to the house, and outside of the house is a skeleton on top of a weird pole that kind of flashed forward in the first part of the movie where there was a person
0: burning on it. Which they never explained. Never explained it. But they once. do explain it, kind of. I, I took down a note for it. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, should I just tell them? Uh, well, I guess we can't spoil anything. Yeah. No. So apparently here's what happened. <laughs> There's a cult leader named Anders, which they bring up. That the, did they? I don't remember yeah. them bringing that up. Uh, and he sacrificed three little girls who do appear. Those three little girls, yeah, do appear they are as in the beginning, yeah. or demons. Um, and the town got real mad, and they burned him and his followers. Which I can only make a parallel that all the demons that we keep on seeing are, are his, his followers. followers that got killed, and that I don't know. Later on, spoilers, I can't, I can't spoil this movie, but later on there is a big bad who is I it? guess is the son of Satan, but it may just be Anders. I don't
1: know. It's like it, a culmination of all his followers in him.
0: Yeah. Uh, or maybe Anders is, well, we'll get to that, um, but he was burned in the house, so I, I assume that he got burned in the house, or that may have been him burned on the cross. Okay. And then the grandparents moved in to that house. That's haunted, and it possessed the grandfather, I guess. And he killed the
1: grandmother. And he killed the
0: grandmother, and it blew up. And they didn't it, explain that at all. They don't explain it. That this movie is nonsensical, guys. That's why you just, like, if you watch this movie first, you'll see, which we do recommend. It's on 2 for free. It's free, and it's fun. And it's fun, but it's hard to explain this film. But yeah, anyways, it is hard. We're just going to keep going plot to plot, but that's that that's the basis of it reviewing the Joe Bob Briggs episode where he's trying to, he goes into further explanation but he's just like, at the end he's just like, I guess that's what's going on. He's like, that's the closest thing I can come up yeah. with. Yeah. And uh, actually, let's
1: reverse a little bit. Okay. Because I forgot to introduce two very important characters.
0: Oh, they show up before they go down to the house. Yes. Okay, they yes, do. Yes, yes, they do. So, two uh,
1: as they are about to leave and the guy's like yeah, here's how you get there. Don't go. And it's like uh, you just said to go He's like ah, I changed my mind He's like you're going to
0: find it one way or another It's yeah. one road
1: it's, it, I mean you literally just have to go down here I don't know why you even had to ask um,
0: Unless you wanted one of our so sands.
1: As they sands Yeah if you want one of our ham sands Ham yeah, sand um, As they're about to get in the car To go Down comes a convertible With two Gentlemen, one dressed as a magician, and one on a megaphone talking about how there's a spectacular magician.
0: And the one guy, not the driver, but the guy that is in the passenger seat, not on the megaphone, is sitting not in the seat, but on top of the seat.
1: On top of the seat, (laughs) yes. And doing uh, nothing magic. (laughs) No, you're just sitting there. Wearing a
0: cape. Looking magically dumb.
1: And... uh, so they start driving down, and Dell realizes that this handsome, giant, four-headed magician is the ex of his girl. Yes. And as uh, this magician man comes down, he says in the most monotone, uncaring voice on Earth, Every princess needs flowers.
0: (laughs) Every princess needs flowers. And then he turns
1: his wand into flowers. (laughs) Just like you would with uh, the cheapest Toys R Us magic kit you could find. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And he throws the flowers to her. And old Dell here doesn't like that. So he takes his beer can. He throws a beer can at him, but guess what? The magician knows martial arts, <laughs> and he does a crazy reverse
0: sidekick
1: and kicks the can into Dale's head, making him look the fool.
0: No, and, and then he throws it back at him, and he kicks it like, no, it no, was before, he kicks it like 20 times. In yeah, the air. he kicks
1: it like 30 times in the But they don't the air. show it.
0: They just show his upper body, Yeah, and they cut to the can going up, and then you just feel oh, he keeps on kicking in the air. Uh, funny thing though is that guy is actually a martial artist. Oh is he? Uh pretty well established one. He also did comment, commentary for a lot of like uh the US uh martial arts uh like TV programs oh, they had okay. on here like throughout the 90s and stuff so he's actually a well versed martial art commentator okay. and martial artist. Um you would not be able to tell from this movie. No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um
1: so now, uh, after him and Dell are about to fight after throwing the beer can, the other guy with the magician, who's the magician's best friend, but also Ryan,
0: is it Ryan
1: is the name of the main guy? Is it,
0: there's Chuck, Chuck, and one has mm-hmm. a name that can be male or female. Well, I mean, most names can, Jesse, any name can yeah. be. But it's like one name, like uh, it's Chuck and... I'm Chuck and Leslie, maybe ah, I don't know. Right, continue though. I'll look it up.
1: Yeah, and uh, he breaks up the fight with a really stupid smoke bomb,
0: <laughs> which he doesn't move out of the way. Which he doesn't Stacey, even move out. Stacy, the- Stacy, Chuck,
1: Stacy and Chuck. Yeah. Chuck is the magician. Stacy is the man with the not so impressive smoke
0: bombs. Um, Chuck is played by Stephen Quadros, who is known as the fight professor in real life. Um, He's a play-by-play and color commentary. Um, He's known for cable, pay-per-view, and DVD. His resume encompasses over 100 international mixed martial arts events since 1997. Damn. So he is a pretty famous commentator.
1: Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So now we go to the house where the skeleton – and we actually realized that the skeleton was
0: our little mascot, Scully. Yes, yes. our, Our mascot is in the movie. We're famous, guys. So, uh, also, whenever whenever he throws a smoke bomb, you, you did you mention what was that for the smoke bomb? Oh, the dove? It was a dove. A rabbit. It was, it was a rabbit. A rabbit. Yeah. And he
1: made some joke about rabbits that made no fucking sense. He said,
0: don't step on the rabbit. And he says some shit.
1: Rabbits are not good for ex-lovers <laughs> who like to... You have hair. Yes, you, you, okay. found, you
0: found out Chuck dated Dell's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, had, they how had about that? Child.
1: How yeah. about that? Yeah, look at that. <laughs> um, so they go to the house. They're all creeped out by the skeleton.
0: They don't want to go inside. And they can't go inside because it's a wall with a door. Correct. They're, everything else is blown up. There's just is one bl- standing wall and but a But when you go inside... But you walk up to the doorway it's a full house you see inside of it but there's nothing in the back there's no house so Corey walks around it and there's nothing there and he can see through the doorway to them but they can't see into him because all they're seeing is inside of a house and he comes around and they're like where'd you go and he's, he's just, just walking close.
1: around and it's like
0: everywhere you look everywhere <laughs> it's like, yeah, which is this a full house because there's a shitload of characters yeah, right <laughs> uh, so they go in the house And what happens when they go in the house? Uh, Well, it turns
1: into full rooms. Yes, it's a full house. And then he sees (laughs) the ghost of his grandmother, who he refers to the entire time as grandmother. (laughs) Grandmother. (laughs) What happened to grandfather, grandmother? (laughs) And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Nobody calls their grandparents that, you fucking psycho. It's just like
0: in every movie. Or porn. <laughs> whenever, Honestly, whenever. when he changes
1: at the end of the movie, I'm wondering if that's what he really looks like. <laughs> like the yeah, way right. he
0: acts. Um, it's just like in every movie, or po- mainly porn. Whenever it's a brother and sister, or a brother and brother, or whatever. It's just like, or, okay, brother, or a brother <laughs> or a and, and a sister. grandmother, or two yeah. brothers
1: and their grandmother.
0: <laughs> My favorite porno.
1: <laughs> yeah. two brothers and a grandma. <laughs> you always want some apple pie. <laughs> And he yeah, poured in a storm.
0: We would love some. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite piece. porno to cry to. Get a piece <laughs> of
1: the pie, boys.
0: <laughs> but anyways. So, yes. They're in the house. Weird shit's happening. Uh, they try to leave the house. And, and then a demon wind comes. And it teleports them right back to the house. So Because yeah. what happens inside the house make them leave, doesn't it? There's just weird shit happen in there.
1: Yeah, no. Like, I mean, of course, um, weird
0: shit happens, but I can't remember specifically. We, what uh,
1: nothing really that crazy. Like, uh, I think a knife gets thrown against the wall. Oh right yeah, by and then gun. he has
0: a reaction. He's like, oh. he's like <laughs>
1: and uh, everyone's like, yeah, fuck this. And he's like, wait, guys, no. And then he's like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, we could <can> go. <laughs> And then they all start trying to start the cars, and their cars won't start. Right. Because of the demon wear. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh
0: so then they they they're all stuck the hell, in the But house. what happens, no, something happens outside the house first. They have their first contact with ghosts. Or okay. more ghosts. The or ghost, demons. Yes,
1: the three children. It's the three girls. Who it, were apparently murdered at some point.
0: Who who turns jack, rep Wait, Rat What we call him? Rat, rat, Jack. rat Jack? Rat Jack. Rat Jack. Rat Jack's girlfriend into a baby doll.
1: Right after he promised she wouldn't let anything happen to her. Yeah. And they, the baby doll looks at him and goes, You're loud. And then it blows up. And then it blows up. Just Same footage as the fucking other. That the, the, the um, actress
0: that plays Rat Jack's girlfriend... Um, She's actually, she's only in a couple movies before this, but what she's really famous for is she went on to a very successful career as a stuntwoman. Really? Yeah. Oh, um, she was cool. a stuntwoman for a lot of famous actresses after this. Uh, so that was her claim to fame. That's cool, though. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, fuck. They turned my girlfriend into a baby doll. Let's run back to the house. <laughs> yeah. Let's go <laughs> and back. They're, the- they're all over and- it pretty fast. <laughs>
1: Here's the yeah oh my god they got over this girl's death like no other like i mean it was the equivalent of it is the equivalent of being at a fast food restaurant and they call your order and somebody else takes it and you're like ah oh, fuck and that is that is how they reacted to her death
0: they're is like, that, damn it. I, I.
1: She was the fast food order they never got.
0: No oh, chicken sandwich. They gave me a double cheeseburger.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, you missed it.
0: Man, I said no I bet, cheese. I, right? I just go up there and be like, hey, I got the wrong order. And they'll give you some lip, and you'll be like, okay. And then they'll give you the right order. But for some reason, it made it way more difficult than it needed to be.
1: Yeah, and you're upset about it. And <laughs> yeah. that's about the amount of emotion that was put in that's the whole thing. to her death. Uh, especially, Which is especially weird by Rat Jack, because... Radjack is apparently in love with her.
0: It's apparently all the guy characters. Also, every guy character, except for Chuck and Stacy, who have each other, um, are very much in love with their girlfriends and they all have girlfriends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that they're very much in love with. Um, everybody's a couple. They all come in couples. Like, nobody's girlfriend was like, why would we go out there? That's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, why? Like, yeah, we, we don't know Chuck that well. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't know Corey that well. Where we, he's he's trying to do what? He's trying to go to his his grandparents' house that died before he was born. He knows nothing about why. Is you he going want me there? to
1: go spend the night at his dead grandparents' house with my ex? No, thank yeah. you. It, it,
0: why? Why is he going out? Oh, he doesn't know. What? Well, what? Where is it? Oh, he doesn't know. Yeah, let's go. No, <laughs> no, no.
1: No, that, that is a. I'll take a rain check, buddy. She's, yeah.
0: like, she's like, no, we're going to the movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can literally ask me anywhere and I will find a way to get lost.
0: Even <laughs> <laughs> if it's one road, you just take off and drive off in of the hills. Like, well,
1: I guess I'll go home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I really fucked this up. <laughs> well, guys, I'm
1: so sorry. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't like leaving my house. I'm scared. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Uh, they're they're all in the house now. Yep. And what happens then? I'm foggy on what happens after that.
1: Uh, well, they're staying in the house, and uh, more weird shit's happening. They see the demons.
0: They're starting. They're some of them are starting to have visions.
1: Chuck and Stacy sit there and think. You know what? Let's go outside.
0: Well, before that, they, okay.
1: You're apparently less foggy than I
0: am. Um, you sack <laughs> of shit. They arm up. They get guns. First they do of all, get guns. they get guns. They get did guns. Did someone bring a shotgun, or did they find the shotgun in the house? The, I, they brought. They a brought a shotgun. shotgun, and they have a revolver. Yes, from some somewhere. Or did they bring the revolver? Oh, I remember. The, Dale had the revolver. Yes, because way before, whenever him and Chuck got in a fight, he pulled it on him. He, no, yeah, Chuck pulled it out. Dell punched him because... Right. Or was it Stacy? Which are one? The mad the magician is hitting on his ex-girlfriend. Check. Dale punches him, and he pulls out the revolver very awkwardly. He's not even holding it where your finger's going through the trigger guard. Um, he's holding it like you would hold a hamburger by the handle. Like you his finger's nowhere near sand? the trigger. He's just holding... He's they, holding it
1: like a ham sand. Like a
0: ham sand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, um, so they have a gun, and they have a they have two guns. They have a shotgun and a revolver. Um, they're all having like weird visions and shit like that. Everybody goes to sleep except for Chuck and Stacy. Who's like, "We'll keep guard. We boarded up the windows. We don't want to get turned into baby dolls that explode." Right. Um, uh, Who would? Uh, Whenever a woman, a well-endowed woman, (laughs) comes out of the fog that's surrounding the house,
1: oh yes, I forgot about that, and starts
0: exposing her breasts. Come to Uh, me. Um, I can't remember this actress's name, but she was from Glow.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Glow.
0: The Wrestling Feder, uh, the Women's Wrestling Federation back from the '80s. Glow. They they made the Netflix uh, series. Oh, glamorous. Glamorous ladies of wrestling. Yes. Yes. Um, she. Uh, she was from there, and then she went on to do Blow, which was like this, the Johnny Depp film. Which is
1: <laughs> exactly very topical
0: right now. <laughs> It sure is. I can't stop watching for some reason. But anyways, um, I really shouldn't give a shit I do. I am um, Just like nobody should. But uh, she went to Blow, which was like the smuttier version of Glow after she retired from there. And then went on to star in 100 and some what is that? porn films. She went to become a big porn actress.
1: Bitching Ladies of Wrestling? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs>
0: yes. Booby ladies of wrestling. <laughs> Booby ladies. <laughs> Booby ladies of wrestling. Did she want to do about a hundred? Bigoted uh, ladies <laughs> of wrestling. Yes. That's
1: it. Benign ladies of wrestling. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Backyard ladies <laughs> of wrestling. <laughs> she appears out of the fog, and um, she's like, "Hey, come on outside." Look at my tits.
1: They're like, huh. and
0: they're like, wait, it's a demon. <laughs> we probably shouldn't go outside, but we're gonna go outside. Wait, why do they go outside? Is it because of that? I thought they, I thought they were they like, they
1: go outside because they're like, we're gonna take care of this.
0: Oh yeah, so she leaves. Like, it doesn't work at all. But they're like, let's just go shoot people. <laughs> yeah, and that's what they did. Very topical. <laughs> Very topical. <laughs> Very topical. That's not supposed to sound like a. Bad... I'm not if to are doing it. some joke, but. Sadly, there has been shootings.
1: Um, Chuck was played by Alec Baldwin.
0: (laughs) 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 So, um... They go out and it's like, let's just shoot these demons. Alright. So they go out there and they start doing that. Um, which... Cool thing about this movie, a lot of cool squib effects. Yes. Uh... I, I guess they're squibs. I mean, it's just... It's not blood, it's just goo. Um... And they're just killing demons until they aren't, and one gets his neck sliced open. Randomly? You don't even see it happen. You don't even see it happen. You just it see his Stacey. back, and all of a sudden turns around Stacey and just, like,
1: just falls down
0: dying. Yeah. Um, and then Chuck's like, oh no! And then he gets killed also.
1: Uh, after he uh, uh, reverse sidekicks the lady's head off.
0: Yes. Or reverse roundhouse.
1: I don't remember. Whatever. A lot of
0: those. <laughs>
1: um... Sir, I'm a parapsychologist in a black belt. I you,
0: shouldn't, you should be the professional in this movie. They're ghost demons. That's true. Duh. Um, That's it, true. So they all wake up and they're like, wait, we heard a scream. Mind you, they shot off like 900 Yeah, they Yeah, they outside. were going
1: ballistic. Like, like that not, revolver
0: had like 800 shots in yeah, that was round.
1: <laughs> they're oh my gosh, they're... Gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh my god! And they're just laying there, very nicely, like not mutilated. They're just, just no, yeah, they're just lying on the laying ground. down. Like... <laughs> um, around this time, another car shows up. Yep, <laughs> and two more people. Are like, hey, we're here to help you find out what happened to your grandparents. Also, it is uh, well, the guy has an earring of Scully. <laughs> yep, it is an earring of Scully. <laughs> He's an earring that has a whole skeleton. Um, and his girlfriend, and they drive up. And they're like, don't turn your car off and he's like what and they're like don't turn your car off and he's like what and it happens like this goes on for like 45 seconds until he turns his car off and they're like why'd you do that and he's like i couldn't hear you <laughs> And it's like let me turn it back on oh, oh no. no it doesn't work She's <laughs> so like well i guess we're going to the house also uh but do they get attacked first before they go inside the house because they're immediately no. like let's start boarding up the windows oh uh,
1: no they don't uh or do they I- fuck i can't remember that movie's they, all over the fucking place they go and they help. but they go in and they immediately start boarding up the shit yeah and uh which doesn't help the newcomers at all <laughs> so uh because they decide the barn is where all the evil's coming from
0: well before that uh Dell and his girlfriend are like you know fuck this we're just gonna leave
1: oh yeah that's true
0: <laughs> so they just they just walk off it did not work Oh, before this, also, let's rewind a little bit. There's a lot of expository dialogue put throughout this film where they're like, oh my god, this is actually connected to this demon or this, but no, nothing makes sense. No. Uh, they find out that there are seven knives that you can use to kill the son of Satan. Only seven. But they only have two that 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 Corey's ghost grandma gifted them. And she's like, the other five, go find them yourself, fucker.
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, so they're like, all right, we have the two knives. Well, I guess if the sun scene shows up, we can't, we can't do anything. Uh, but we're just going to keep these knives. So they have those. Yep. Um, they, Dell is given one of the guns, I think, and him and his girlfriend go off in the woods, to which his girlfriend gets immediately possessed and takes, um, a 3 prong, fire poker and just shoves him in the Dell's head and kills him. Yep. Uh, he's dead, and she's a demon, just randomly. Yep, yeah, then nothing caused her to be a demon. She just is. No. So now at the house... I guess house, the wind. Yes. <laughs> no. No. the house, is just Corey and his girlfriend, Rat Jack, Scully Erring, and Scully Erring's girlfriend. And they're like, all right, so the shed, or the barn... Is where the
1: evil's coming
0: from. That's where apparently they did rituals. Let's go in there. So they do. And they
1: find a altar to Satan.
0: <laughs> Which is what? What's the altar?
1: It is a giant <laughs> cow skull on <laughs> top of a tiny fake skeleton.
0: <laughs> and it looks so It dumb. looks
1: so bad. Right? <gasps> oh my god. It's the altar of the devil, and there's all kinds it's like, of. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that is some lame devil shit."
0: There's all kinds of symbols around the bar and everything.
1: Yeah, uh, probably none that makes sense.
0: No, and uh, they're standing there looking at it and like, "Oh, this this looks very evil," and all of a sudden, uh, the the skull opens up, and a giant tongue whips out of it. And kills the new girl. <laughs> and kills Scully Earring's girlfriend. It, it, it drags her in and it just bites on her skull. Um, not even convincingly. She's just kind of randomly bleeding from the head. Yeah, and she's it dead.
1: doesn't look like it's making any pressure.
0: And they're immediately all like, fuck this. And they'll run back in the house. <laughs> but they leave Scully Earring behind, don't they?
1: Yes, he dies. How does he die? Uh, he gets stabbed in the
0: head as well. No, you don't see him die. You see the aftermath of him dying. Yeah, that's right. You they all get in the house the and are like, we left him behind. Oh, no. And then like, she shows up in demon form and she has his head. Um. When well, they all get inside, it's just Corey and his girlfriend and Rat Jack. Rat Jack's like, I'm going to go in the back of the house and make sure everything's still back there. They give him one of the knives. They have the other knife. He runs back there. I think he may have a gun. I don't know. <laughs> and he's trying to board everything up. Yeah, and um, he's uh, uh, he gets visited by his girlfriend that got turned a baby doll, uh, blo- and blew blown off. up. She's just like, "Help me, help!" help. And he's like Betty, and he's like, "Oh no, you're Betty. dead." I think I don't know, but I'm kind of tempted. Which we talked about this. When we were watching it. We're just like. In a movie, if like somebody that's already dead comes back, is like, "Save me!" I'm like, "How? No, no. Like, <laughs> well, i not know fucking you're dead. going outside, idiot. <laughs> what the fuck do you, you think, think this I'm is? a fool? Yes, I know you're a demon wind.
1: I know you're winds of demons. <laughs> yes. Um, the d de- the wind has demon particles in it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the wind infecting the water. <laughs> It's making the frogs demons.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, um, the girl shows up, the one that died from the, uh, uh, cow skull. Yes. And she's like, "Ah, oh, look, I have the head of, uh, my boyfriend. And they just stab her in the fucking neck with the t- Yeah, <laughs> immediately stab her with the knife and that's it. Turns out it's highly effective. Um, it turns her into her human form and she's like, thank you and then she just blows up blows up up.
1: same same one yeah just Um, same same effect and then the they run back to the house and they notice uh, they're being surrounded by all the zombies they're about to be (laughs) killed and then you hear my children my children and you're like oh my god we're gonna find out who this motherfucker is and it's the gas station attendant. He's the cult leader. So I guess he's Anders. I guess. I assume. We can assume.
0: That's why he had an old time pistol.
1: Yep. Because he's old as fuck. And he lives. You've been, been alive. He's in the, dressed as a preacher now. He's got the collar and everything.
0: I mean, he he may even be the son of a preacher man. Who knows? Yep. I Who get knows? that. Who knows? The song may about him. Oh, yeah. You, you, you literally are. Yeah. <laughs> That sucks Yeah, it's (laughs) awful I hate it Um, This one's for you, Jim Fuck you (laughs) You piece of shit Um, Where were we? He shows up and all the demons are like Oh yeah, they start following him And and the demons are more like zombies, by the way
1: Yeah, they're more like zombies Because they're covered in boils and shit And you just blow them away with guns and he goes, "Come unto me, children." And they turn in, they turn into weird glowing orbs that cover him and turn into a giant demon
0: thing. And and cartoon ghosts are coming out of him. And cartoon ghosts are flying out of it. It's like it's like it's like Night Mountain in <laughs> Fantasia. And it's just like this: all those cartoon demons, they're just coming out of them. Yep. Um, and what happens then? Uh, fucking Rat Jack's girlfriend appears again for the third time. To get
1: killed again. And he
0: immediately bites into her and drains her of life. Yep. Where she shows up like young. She's like, no! And he bites into her neck and it makes her an old lady and then turns her into a skeleton? Yep. And then she's dead again. So really, Rat Jack's girlfriend dies three times in this movie just about. And even though it really didn't
1: matter, Rat Jack turned into a demon and they killed him as well. They it, just stabbed him. It really
0: had no point. But it's awesome because he gets he stabbed. turned into a
1: human and then a <laughs> child and then a baby and then nothing.
0: No, he gets turned into a dove. He gets turned into a dove. That's which, right.
1: Which I first saw
0: it. We're like, Why is he a dove? I <laughs> not even say that. Being an idiot, I was like, oh, I got turned into a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's right. You did say pigeon.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's, he's a New York City pigeon. I'm like, wait, that's a <laughs> dove.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so as this thing's coming in and fucking shit up, the giant demon man, he's fucking shit up. So they make
0: he, they, they make a circle.
1: Yes, yeah, so, yes, they make a circle. Uh huh, and a pentagram. And
0: a pentagram, and which, which he, is which is very much in in i mean not in real life but in films that is usually what you do to conjure the devil not to fight against well it's actually demonic.
1: uh in in actual it's the stations of the
0: cross technically yeah yeah well, yeah the pentagram is not actually yeah which satanic. is funny yes
1: but um so he starts reading a spell that apparently turns him into ET. <laughs> he looks like a Klingon. He looks like no, he doesn't. He looks like a fucking. Uh, he looks like he looks like a
0: Star Trek alien of some sort. He looks
1: like a Star Trek alien, but not a Klingon. He gets a weird pointy head and super long ears, and you're like, what the fuck is this? He
0: looks like he looks like um, he looks like the bad guys from Thor two. Like frost th- No, the dark elves. Oh, Drow, Melkith. Yeah. Okay. Well, remember, uh, remember Thor two, one of the worst Marvel movies. Re- remember that?
1: No, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, because it's bad.
0: <laughs> um, or or he looks like um, uh, uh, what are those one aliens on fucking Mass Effect? The- oh, he does kind of look like uh, Gareth. Well, he looks like he looks actually he looks like Gareth's breed, Tyrion. Yeah, The Tyrians mixed with... Something like that. Mixed with the... People are just listening like... Whatever oh, what it is, it's about. fucking ridiculous. Mix, mixed with this blue alien. I was thinking the blue, like, female... Yeah, the, like the, the, yeah. I,
1: I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember her name, but you have a love story with her. Possibly. If, if you, you, you it. want.
0: If you choose it, people know what we're talking about. So as Very Mass topical. Effect. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: um, thankfully, they had the re-releases lately, so we can claim it's topical. Um
0: that's all you want to play you don't want to play andromeda
1: <laughs> no
0: do not play andromeda it's garbage
1: uh and that's not their fault it's ea's fault next ea but uh Crazy shit what was i saying oh yeah he's
0: just an is he, is he still getting his ass kicked though is he, is he an angel or is he's he an, an angel alien or is he's he an angel
1: a demon he's an angel okay I assume. It has to be. It has he's, to be. It makes no sense he's, otherwise. He's, he's, it doesn't, he keeps it doesn't ta- make sense. He talks
0: way. about God the whole time. It he, has to be. He doesn't
1: make sense either way. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. But the
0: guy s- still kicks his ass until... Well, well, first of all, he turns into an alien. Yes. Or angel. Yes. And what does he do immediately if he turns into an angel? He's like, I'm, I'm ready to fight. I'm, I am now a higher being. I'm ready to take this thing on toe-to-toe. What does he do? Loses. He... He punches or does he kick him right in the fucking? Oh, he kicks him in the balls. He does. He kicks him right in the balls. (laughs) This Uh, is his first move. Like I'm just gonna hit him right in the groin. And (laughs) turns out it's effective for demons. Also,
1: kicking anything (laughs) in the genitals is a a a pretty good call. (laughs) Yeah, it works pretty well. Uh, But then he starts beating the shit out of him. Yes. And then he's like, "Quick, read the last spell." and she reads the last spell and he goes no <laughs> and then the same explosion effect happens yes after he does a fucking ride and tackle of him
0: into the wall he does he does <laughs> oh. yeah he's uh so they how how do they kill him wait how do they kill him uh they read the last spell oh yeah and just he's just like okay that that, that is what happens all right uh yeah then it he's defeated and they're just like cool yeah and then they wake up in rubble oh and he's fine he's not he's not an angel he's not an angel
1: angelian angelical (laughs) angelian um oh no anime kids leave (laughs) i I didn't say evangelian (laughs) Evangelion, whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, is that anime? Yeah, oh, I think so. Okay, I um, think it's called Evangelion or something. Uh, I don't know. Evangelion, Evon, Evon
0: Dudley. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. Um, no, it's not that. Because they are like, we're fine. Oh, like, let's let's go. Let's let's just leave. All our friends are dead, and just us alive. Um, and they drive off, and they go. To the, they go back to the cafe. That's right. And they're like, "Wait, let's stop here." And the, his his girlfriend walks in, and uh, uh, the cafe owner's niece is like, "Oh, I have you seen my have you seen my uncle? I'm so worried." Whatever. And she comes out, and oh my god, she's a demon. Which Amir, the girlfriend, just kills her. Yep. <laughs> Just immediately kills her. And they both run the car and they just speed off. I don't know why. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: He has, like, lightning hands. Doesn't he come in and lightning her to death?
0: Is that what happens? after they shot oh. her. It was something like that. It she, was one or the two. She gets killed. They immediately run the this car. This movie's hard to know, keep track of. Also, what did the second explosion How we, we mentioned earlier that they used the animation that blew up the house. The, the stock footage. They use that at the end. Why when they use the stock footage a second time? Yeah. What? When do they use
1: it? When they used it uh, when the demon exploded after So demon the demon explodes
0: whenever they kill him at the end. They use the same stock footage. Yes. <laughs> they Correct. leave. They go to the cafe. They kill the, they kill the niece. And they just speed off like cops are fucking coming. It, it, they're the middle of fucking nowhere. Who gives a shit? Demon cops. Um, and it goes back to that girl we mentioned way earlier. Okay, was regular a cops. <laughs> yeah, that was on a hill and that was tracing with stick shows her again guess what she's a demon and it it just ends but they they already drove off so it really doesn't matter i guess she's just everybody's just a demon in this area yeah
1: everything in the valley is a demon
0: it's a movie but it's fun it It is. is
1: it is a ridiculous
0: watch i'll say this um another okay so two behind the scenes things i had right uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is in this movie. Is he? He is. Lou Diamond Phillips was dating one of the uh, assistant directors of the film, uh, who he was married to. I, I don't know if they were married. They were dating for a long time. Is
1: he married to them now? No. Uh, this is
0: a whole story, actually. Um, uh, So he was dating the assistant director. I don't think they were married. They may have been. Um, so he's on set a lot. And he's a huge zombie fan. And he's just like, hey, just pay me up as a zombie. I would love to be in this film. And they did. And he was just one of the extras. He went under a different name. By this point, Lou Diamond Phillips is already kind of on. Like, he's kind of coming up already because he's young guns and other things. Um, so he was a young star that people were taking notice of. So he went under a different pseudonym. And um, one day, I guess, the cinematographer is like, man, this zombie is moving, like, way better than the other zombie demons. Uh, and he wanted to. It's like, hey, man, you're really good. Like, what's your name? He's like, Lou Diamond Phillips. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Like, no, you aren't. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm, I'm Lou Diamond Phillips. He's like, I actually, uh, me and so and so are in a relationship. He's like, oh, cool. So, um, he did just because he wanted to. Um, but his uh, his partner broke up with him to marry a uh, to to, to marry another. I think she's a director. she married she went to a relationship with a female they were together for a long time and she went to a whole bunch of lgbt rights and all this stuff um they had a they adopted a child together um and then she broke up with her and went heterosexual again and uh i guess that's the end but he he yeah i guess that's what happened with them is that he was with her and then they split up because of that but he was still doing the movie at the time i think Cause the relationship ended in 1990 and she okay. went into that relationship and he's just like, all right, well, at least I was in demon wind. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was all. Um, there was some other thing with, with who she went in the relationship and this whole thing, but I can't remember where the story went. Um, but Ludon Phillips is in this movie. And if you rewatch it, you probably see him as a zombie that has like better movements. It's also the focus of a lot of shots. Um, also the daggers of seven daggers um descriptive wise and how they like how they look how they're explained what they do and all that they look that. like
1: black rock candy with a spike
0: on it <laughs> yes um how they look um and what they're described as being used for are actually very reminiscent of the daggers of uh uh Megiddo from the omen films oh okay so um people say that they're probably a reference to the omen daggers so that's kind of fun. That's kind of interesting, yeah. Uh, I think that this movie would make a really good double feature if you have some friends over. Oh, yeah. It'd have be fun. some drinks and stuff. Watch with Spookies. Hell, yeah. Oh, man. I want to have that
1: movie night. G- I would just watch buy a see. bunch of candy and a bunch of fucking booze. Yeah. And some weed. <laughs> and... Some Coke. And some meth.
0: That <laughs> we'll show up with heroin
1: afterwards? Yeah. And then we'll die. <laughs> Will be demons from the wind.
0: <laughs> we'll die from sugar overdose, though, not drug overdose. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so much candy. Yes. Uh, yeah. Great double feature, though, will be Spookies and Demon Wind. That would be a fun Which you can great. buy both on Vinegar Syndrome. Well, oh, Spookies may be sold out, actually, but I think you still get Demon Wind. Um, but yeah, Demon Wind is fun, guys. It's uh, a fun movie. If you haven't seen it, you can watch it for free on Tubi. Watch it. Check it out. If you listen to this whole conversation and didn't watch it first, it's just us both like kind of. We're doing and our best. We're, we're buzzed just to, talking about. We're trying our worse. best to describe this movie. So, um, check it out. I guess. Yeah. I say check it out. I, think I it's say fun. check I it think out. It's, fun it's super fun, watch and it's it.
1: not slow. Like it's not one of those ones where it's like slow to find the funny. It is just funny the whole way through.
0: It starts right off the bat. Right off the bat. It's a lot of fun. Cool. All right, ready for the next segment? Yep. All right. That brings us to another curation of Blaze's Cabin Video Game Curiosities. (laughs) All right. So, you have a video game? I do. Does it involve demons?
1: Kind of. Does it involve Dell? It involves a story that's hard to follow. Can you play it on a Dell? Yes.
0: Oh, you can play a Dell computer. You can play it on a Dell computer. (laughs) All right.
1: They make Dell gaming PCs, boy. Yeah. Great Dell gaming PCs. Cool. Uh, Today we're talking about another indie boy called Test of Courage. Okay. Uh, It is by developed and published by Just Sauce Studio. All right. Uh, So, you start off as the character Marco, and you wake up in your room and uh, realize that you're late for some sort of meeting that you're supposed to attend, and you find a videotape in your room, and you watch it, and it explains the idea of what are called buffers. Okay. And buffers are a type of ghost and or monster... That has infested the world since the Hiroshima bombings. Okay. Which is interesting. That's pretty cool. There are some that are good, and there are some that will straight attack you. All right. So, for some reason, this has to do with the bombing of Hiroshima has created these types of ghosts that are all over the world. So he started Marco, and he was an alumni of a place called Bravewood Academy, where his friend Paul was asking him to come along with, because their friend had told them about the test of courage, which was to find 10 forbidden objects in the school after dark, knowing that in the school and the church next to the school, that Buffer's were located all around because there were people who were buried at the school. When you start the game and you start heading to the school, there is a buffer that shows up and you just see it. It doesn't really communicate with you. It just talks at you and says, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm watching you. And you continue on into the school. Okay. And you start searching for these objects and your friend Paul who's gone missing after you go into the this- church, you assume it's uh, like a Catholic school or something because it's called Bravewood Academy and there's a church built right next to it so in the church you find a lot of the graves and inside the church you see um, uh, when you go inside the lights shut off, come back on the outside is no longer the outside, it's underground and there is a giant light that's illuminating room 107. So obviously your your task is to go find this room and find the keys to unlock it which involve completing the tests of courage. But as you go through the school you find these different kinds of buffers which again are like ghosts or demons or of some sort sure Most of them look like... Uh, people wearing, uh, like, uh, what is the name of those dolls? The older dolls. Which ones? The ones that are made out of, like, a certain type of material. They call
0: it porcelain. And porcelain dolls. So yeah.
1: it's mostly the, the buffers resemble people wearing these masks of themselves that look like porcelain. Okay. So it's it's a very strange game. And it's kind of like, while you're playing it, you're like, this is really all over the place. Is it scary? It is. Did it you, is scary. Did you call page? I did. <laughs> so so it is scary. I would so, say two pages out of
0: five. Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's uh, moderately, scared for you. moderately scary.
1: Moderately um, <laughs> scary. But, yeah, it's it uh, It's one of the stories you definitely have to finish the game to get through. And I've realized that it is a lot longer than I thought it was because as I started playing... For the podcast, I was like, "Man, I still haven't finished this shit." Usually, I play these and they're like an hour long, and then I looked at the side of the download; and it was like eleven gigs. So wow. I'm like, "Shit, this is pretty." You still pretty- beat it yet?
0: No, I still haven't. How beat it have, Did you figure out how long it is? I, like I haven't comments? looked.
1: I haven't looked uh, because I've been trying to do it without any help. Yeah, uh, without any help, just, means, yeah, any help, or or just trying to yeah. figure it out. Because I, every time I look up for help on a game that's wacky. I end up finding like some kind of twist that I'm really regretting that I mm. saw, but uh, it, I think it's 599 okay you know on it, Steam yeah, it's 599 on Steam and it is 599 on on uh, good old games. All right, cool. so it's definitely one to check out. It is definitely a little all over the place, but that's kind of the fun of it is because you're trying to figure out where you're going and for 599 you get a hell of a long
0: game. And it gets two pages out of five. Two pages out of five. Which means it's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I recommend it, though. All right. Try it out. Um, then I guess it brings us to our next segment. Yep. To mythology. Biology. (laughs) All right. So, what story do we have today?
1: Well, we have a story
0: from Germany. (laughs) Does it involve demons or wind? It involves demons! <laughs> but no wind.
1: I mean, if you put your head, you know, put your mind to it, maybe.
0: There may be wind somewhere in the area. Somewhere. Yeah.
1: All right. So we're talking about the German demon. Hit, I mean, out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, the first one is a real one. <laughs>
1: Yes. So they're called Alps, Um, (laughs) A-L-P. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that joke. (laughs) I already made a bad joke
0: earlier, it's okay. Uh,
1: (laughs) So uh, they're mainly likened to vampires, but more similar to uh, what most people would think of as an incubus. I hate Uh, that band. Continue. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times uh, they're seen as these small demonic creatures uh, that can cause nightmares or they can cause sleep paralysis. Kind of like a hag. They're very commonly associated with the European version of a hag. Okay. So, but the the, the difference is is that they wear a magical hat <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> called a turncopy. Alright. And the turn copy is where it actually draws all of its power from. Uh they're considered nature gods and slash nature demons, and they are considered in the family of fawns, kind of like uh, you know uh
0: Fawny shit. Fawny shit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> just just like fucking fucking fawns and shit. You I know,
1: know. Uh, uh uh Pan's Labyrinth, whatever. Uh <laughs> But uh, the other thing that we're really knowing for causing, other than nightmares, which kind of differentiates them from the hags, is that they believed they were the cause of epilepsy.
0: Wow, okay.
1: So they believed epilepsy was caused by Alps, which are these German demons that are also associated with
0: Alps. Like I mentioned before, I always love whenever you find out, like, years ago, when we talk about these folktales at the time... Uh, how it's just like any type of thing that we've proven with science now it's just like it's this mythical creature (laughs) or this folklore thing that's the cause of it that's why people are this or that it's so easy (laughs) it has to be that
1: yeah so um, here's the fun part so they actually had amulets that they've discovered in like uh, 14th century Scandinavia made out of lead and they would wear these lead amulets. Okay. Which, you know, lead's not always good to have around. Not not generally. Um, especially not in makeup. Right. Um, but it would have a prayer inscribed on it. And this prayer was designed to fend them off. All right. And uh, it was very common to find these. And I, I uh, took a screenshot of the prayer. Because I'm not copying a prayer. Fuck you
0: never when i do that uh,
1: hell no it's in here you'll see you just keep talking
0: it's coming hold
1: on (laughs) where are you where are you
0: blaze blaze doesn't believe in prayers everybody um i don't believe in the power of prayer got
1: it okay (laughs) okay so obviously this is typically in uh german but uh this is the english translation that these prayers were actually uh, inscribed on these lead uh, little amulets that were to fend them off and uh, stop people from having nightmares. And the amulets uh, in English, not German, were uh, inscribed with elf or also little elf. You shall remain no longer. Elf sister and father, you shall go out over the gate. Elf's mother. Truth and mare. Truth, not truth. You shall go out the roof ridge. Let the mare not oppress me. Let the truth not pinch me. Let the mare not ride me. Let the mare not mount me. Ooh. Elf with your crooked nose, I forbid you to blow on People. (laughs) And that is how you get rid of an out, folks. Something about trouts and John Mayer. Trouts and John Mayer (laughs) and crooked noses. All right. Good.
0: There you go, guys. All you have to do is eat some trout while listening to John Mayer. Yeah. And you won't have to worry about it.
1: That, the, that, that fucking demon will be out of your house the moment the intro of Slow Dancing in a Burning Room starts playing.
0: If you don't feel like that's.
1: He would be like, This reminds me of my ex too much. I have to go. This party is ruined. I'm not possessing shit. <laughs>
0: this is the saddest demon. The saddest
1: demon on earth. John Mayer ruined his life. John Mayer, Part Defeater of, of Demons.
0: Not the first life he's ruined, Seraph probably. of <laughs> Not the first life he's ruined, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, is that all in the story? Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Uh good to be back after two weeks. Uh well I mean we're
1: gonna shoot for every week, but you know We always do. We always shoot uh, it was for all it. Town.
0: Um, But uh We
1: have lives, people.
0: Yeah, we, we, we do. Uh next week we'll be talking about um uh we'll be talking about uh We don't know yet. We'll oh, be okay. About something. I was like, oh man, I have. So <laughs> no, we we have even talked about it. We have uh, so many VHS tapes. So oh, much. Great. We have so many. Um, we'll be talking about something next week. We don't know what it will be, but I can assure you, it will be the same type of um, just joy-filled content that we gave you today. Yes. Where people are just like skip, 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 skip thirty skip, seconds, skip, 30, skip, seconds skip. thirty seconds, thirty seconds, all the way through it. Um, it doesn't get any better from here, folks. This is this is us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're on board now,
0: <laughs> you're on board. Uh, but we will have more content on the next episode. Um, but uh, if you do want to reach us in the meantime, you can. Uh, with questions, comments, concerns, requests, whatever. You can reach us at bladedapplespod at gmail.com. You can also reach us at the Instagram, which has been seeing some pretty good growth recently. Yeah, I'm pretty um, happy about that. If you're tuning in and you just followed us and you decided, hey, what the fuck, let's listen, uh, thank you for the follow um and also even if you haven't given us a follow recently and this is just your first episode just from hearsay or just hearing around uh thanks for listening um but you can reach us on the instagram as well yeah um we love messages we love we love you know uh anything and we would love if you want to hear us babble about something we'll do it um yeah we can babble about pretty much anything yeah anything as you can tell (laughs) um uh so reach us there um Thanks to Stefan Mize for doing our artwork. You can follow him at Stefan Mize on Instagram or at Crawling Panther Tattoo Parlor on Instagram as well. He is an awesome guy and an awesome tattoo artist. I think one of the best in North Florida. Probably. Um, and uh, Stefan,
1: uh, I mean, you're on our show. We should, we should, we need, we need,
0: a, let's just get Stefan on an episode, talk Steph about something. I
1: free tattoos. I don't have any money. <laughs>
0: Um, also, uh, from a couple episodes ago, if you guys haven't uh, donated Dookie Doc.
1: Yes, donate to Dookie Doc. Donate to Dookie Doc. Our, from our boy. Um,
0: yes, we have Esper on here a couple episodes ago talking about the documentary he's making about Dookie Flyswatter of Ahana Garage. Uh, you can still donate so we can get that documentary made. Go to dookiedoc.com. Dookie D U -U K E Y D O C dot com. So you can watch a trailer and throw them a few bucks. And there's a new
1: teaser out.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. Looks great. Yeah. Yeah, um, So check that out. Uh, Thanks to Blaze for being an awesome co host and editing all this together. We really don't. We just just gonna put it up. Letting me drink whatever I find in his ass. I provide him booze and water. (laughs) That's about it. Yes.
1: And Uh, I I look for it. Sometimes I don't even ask. I just look in the fridge and then I feel bad after I take it. And I'm like, can I have some? He's like, yeah, of course. You already took
0: some. (laughs) (laughs) You already took your pants off. I should tell you to leave, but we need to record an episode. We really need to get this done, but I really want you out of here. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think that about wraps up. Anything to add? See you later, fuckers. Yes. See you later, fuckers. And remember, every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. See ya. Bye.